0: Fellow teammates, continue to move swiftly. I'll talk more soon. I'm gonna fuck this up, right? Focus, take whatever it is you're making right now, and I'm telling you, we will see a Completely different the alright? Fellow teammates, continue to move swiftly. I'll we'll talk more soon. <laughs> It's a, it's
1: a, it's
0: a, it's a first and foremost, if this is your first time listening to the Move Swiftly podcast, welcome to the show. Great to have you picked a great episode to come in on. And to my regular listeners, you already know, we right to the point. And I want to talk to you guys today about what exactly is a priority. What's a priority in your life right now? What are your kids, are you making sure that you're making the decisions, that you're spending your money to help improve our young people, to help improve their minds, to make them better individuals, to make them productive? members of society. I cannot stress the importance. I cannot stress the importance of how, of, of making sure you are putting money aside for those kids. All right. Making the most money you can legally, first of all, but also making sure you're spending the money to improve their minds, to improve their value, to do things that are going to make it so they are productive Members of society, not bullshitters, not people that are just full of shit. Because there's a lot of those runners, a lot of full of shit adults who are running around. All right, I'm I'm, I'm telling you this. This is coming off the the, the reason I'm talking about this right now. It's because I have become now now that I'm a runner. All right, now that I'm a runner, and by the time this comes out, I'm my marathon, my full marathon may it may be around the time where I'm actually going to be I know it'll be very close to when I'll be you know running my full marathon in Sebring Florida the GFNY one if everyone if anyone's interested right but I because I'm a runner I have to constantly constantly replace uh, running shoes I have to constantly go out and purchase new running shoes to make sure to make sure that, you know, I'm, I'm not injuring myself to make sure I'm, I have the right equipment, all that kind of stuff. And it just comes at a time. right now, it just happens to be a time in which it's time for me to replace, uh, replace running shoes and get a new pair of running shoes and all that. And just the process, just the idea and just the, the going out and buying and looking for a new pair of running shoes. It takes me back to buying shoes in general, right? It takes me back to a lot of the experiences I've had, especially, especially Especially when it comes to buying running shoes, buying running shoes, because I came up, I grew up as a football player and it was in, you know, when you, when you're buying shoes to get ready for a certain event, a certain athletic event or whatever, most of the time with football, it's cleats, you know, but when it came to actual just sneakers, running sneakers and stuff like that, I really didn't have much of it. I didn't really know much about it. I, now I depend a lot on my, my fellow Palm Beach Roadrunners and the people that have been, you know, running marathons regularly and coaching and things like that. Now I depend on their knowledge to figure out what shoe I should get and all that kind of stuff. But back then in high school, I didn't know anything when it came to running shoes because again, I didn't run that often on actual, on actual concrete. It was mostly on grass. So cleats was, I was all about the cleats, the Jordan cleats and all that. I was all about that. You know, in fact, my, I remember... It was 2002. It was 2002 when we won the championship for the – white. I played for the White Oak Warriors. I was the captain of the team. And in 2002, I remember all the entire team, our coaches put, our coaches put their money together, the parents and all that put their money together, and the entire team got their brand-new Jordan cleats. Jordan cleats, boy. Like, we was out there looking, looking clean, boy. Out there looking clean, all right? So – uh, every time I go, like I said, every time I go and I'm looking for shoes, I always going to go back to being a kid and and recognize the reason I go back to being that that during that high school time is because I recognize and I realize how much growth and development I've been able to achieve, how much I've grown and developed since that time. All right, so let me give you an example. This, this is what I mean when I say growth and development. I bought a pair of new balances i bought a pair of new balances i well i mean obviously my parents helped me out but when i was in high school i got up i asked my parents to give me a pair of new balances right these were new balances and the only thing i knew about new balances was that you run them i I knew them as running shoes in fact when i got to stony brook i remember that that was the shoe company that actually sponsored the team i played for in college i played for stony brook university in long island new york and i remember when i first got there new Balance was the the shoe sponsor. We used to have New Balance cleats, New Balance sneakers, all that stuff. And there were times where actually when sometimes there was times in which there were some of the players, some of the players, the older guys, the, the older guys when I got there would wear Nikes, would wear Nikes during a workout. <laughs> and I remember there was a time where Coach P, who was the head coach at the time, He looked at one of the players, he goes, go, go put the new balances on, go put, you got to wear new balances right there. They're one of the companies that are actually responsible for paying for my salary, paying for all this shit. You know, again, as players, we didn't understand that at the time, but he tells them, he goes, look, go put your new balances on. And then the player tells Coach P, oh, I'm wearing these Nikes for my pro day tomorrow. And then Coach B goes, I don't give a fuck what you're wearing for your pro day. You show me NFL, and this, the, the reason it was so ridiculous is because this particular player had absolutely no chance of playing in the NFL. So it was it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous for Coach B to hear this of all players, hear you of all people telling me you're going to wear Nikes for a pro day. It's not going to fuck what you're wearing for your pro day. Go, You show me an NFL, you show me a player that deserves an NFL contract, and I'll buy all the fucking Nikes you want. Like, I mean, it, it was ridiculous that he would even say that, but the point being that again, not, like when it comes to your shoe deals and when it comes to sports and athletic, your shoe deals and your shoe sponsor are really, really big deal. There's a lot of money at stake when it comes to the shoe deals, right? But anyway, so I'm in high school. When I was in high school, I bought these new, these pair of New Balances. They were like fairly a popular, it's a popular pair of New Balances that were gray, and they went cool. They went really nice with like if you're talking about just wearing them for style. They went really nice with some sweats or maybe uh, some jeans and a great tee or whatever it is. They were they were really I guess if if you're looking at the school, I mean, if you're looking at the shoe from a a fashionable standpoint, these new balances were very popular. I'm assuming within with other with within the other kids of the school, particularly more and I'm I'm doing my best, but I, I just have to just break it down. I, not to mention race in this, not to bring race into this conversation, but it needs to be said. All right. When it comes to the black folks, when it comes to the black folks, all right, these particular pair of new balances apparently were very stylish and very fashionable. I didn't know that. Again, once I moved from public school to private school, once I moved from public school and I went to private school, which was Good Council High School, I lost touch with all that fashion, all that, you know buying Jordans and making sure I got new shoes every week and you know trying to keep up with the keep up with the trends so to speak because we were in uniforms all day we were actual in school uniforms so again I lost all my fashionable fashionista fashion stylish taste and all that other bullshit that we spent so much fucking money on all right so but anyway I wear these new balances. I wear these great new balances and I wear them whenever we had running, whether it was running in the gym or running on the track, whenever we were not on grass or whether I would go out and do some runs on my own, whatever it is, I would wear these new balances every single time I was every single time that I would go out for a run. Right. And over time, obviously over time, these new balances, started to get crusty. You know, they got grass stains over. They got little holes in them. They got little, you know, the the shoelaces aren't as crisp as they were. Whatever it is, the bottom line, they're running shoes. They're running shoes that I would wear to run in. All right? That's what I thought new balances were for. Now, imagine my surprise When I, there was a group of other black teammates, black class, well, black teammates. Yeah, they were actual teammates. These were black boys. These are black guys in my class. And they were on the football team as well. Imagine how surprised I was when I used to get made fun of, when I used to get scolded. I'm talking about just bit smacked, (laughs) bit smacked. All right, bit smacked, completely made fun of when I was, when, when I was talked about or being talked about in such a negative way. To where, okay, like, the the comment that sticks out to me, even to this day, even 20 years later, right, comment that sticks out to me is that, it's like, Wani was my, Wani was my, my nickname back in high school. They're like, Wani, look, I get that new balance is you're technically supposed to run in them, I get that that's the way it's marketed, but you're not. Actually, post to run in them joints, man. You not actually, but look at those New Balance. Like I would get scolded, you know. I'm actually, you know, what else I used to, I used to cut grass. Yeah, I used to cut grass in those New Balances as well. They were my running shoes. They were the you know just wear whatever shoes, and I would cut grass in them. They were crusty. So they had these grass stays, and dirt all over. It was crusty. All right, but whenever I would run, I would whenever you'd run on track and on the, in the gym floor, I'd bring these New Balances and I'd rock them. I'd rock them for workout stuff, and again, I would get scolded, I would get made fun of, all right, and this right there is the problem, all right, this right there is the problem, right there, okay, I get made fun of, I get made fun of for running in shoes that are for running, like are made for running shoes, and I get told, no, you're not supposed to buy those for running, you're supposed to buy those to be fashionable and and wear with certain outfits and, and not crystals Or buy another pair of shoes just for running by this by that. i mean again and th- this is ridiculous that it's coming from the black mostly the black kids that are mostly telling me this shit because it's ridiculous that's coming from them because we're always the ones complaining we're always the ones fucking complaining about how we don't get the opportunities that white folks has or we don't get the opportunities that other folks has because we're black yet there are Black kids, and I give this may be sort of a generalization I'm making, but I'm just telling you the experience I had with other Black kids in my school where I'm getting made fun of. I'm being told, I'm being pushed in a direction to where I should buy another pair of shoes when we don't have the community. We, we aren't profitable as a community yet but we're so willing to fucking complain about what white people are doing to us and how white people are holding us back. Do you recognize how how full of shit that is? How fucking wrong that is? That is ridiculous. That's ridiculous that we have that mindset. Now, again, this was me in high school. And the reason I get so fucking fired up about this kind of stuff is because it has not changed. It hasn't fucking changed. It hasn't. Now, now I'm a teacher. All right. Now I'm a teacher. I teach at a school. I teach at a school named the Creative Center of Education. And the great thing about this school, the great, it's a brand new, it's a startup school. It's uh, by the time this recording comes out, it may be maybe two years old, if that's. When by the time this comes out, so it's very, very new school and it's a private school K through four. The plans to go from K through five and the network. One of the things that I actually, one uh, the, of the principal of the school told me during the interview is that they're networking with a lot of private middle schools a place that place where you could funnel your kids, funnel the kids to a private middle school. And one of the great, the biggest selling point for me when it came to this school and why I was really excited to work there is that they make sure that the kids read they they pay attention all right they pay attention to the kids reading levels from k through four they k well mostly k through third grade or something like that but the bottom line is by the mid the point you hit kindergarten from kindergarten all the way to fifth grade they're paying attention to their reading levels they're constantly 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 checking their reading levels in fact i'll now I remember just this past week there was a second grade second grade girl who is very it was I believe she's on the spectrum she's a bit autistic and I remember her teacher coming in and being very excited to know that she got her test results back her reading test level is on level she came in really below level and now her reading is on level she's reading actually on a second grade level and I remember how excited she was when that happened it was a real big celebration all that kind of stuff right so what happens, what happens with the kids is when they are not on level, they are going to be held back a grade. There's no bullshit. All right. I'm again, I'll never forget the principal actually saying this recently. She goes, he goes, Look, I will not build, I will not build another shitty school in West Palm Beach. I will not be the ones be are be responsible for building a school that is full of shit in West Palm Beach. So if a kid is not reading on level, they're not moving up. Meaning if you're a first grader, you're not going up to second grade if you're not reading on level. If you're a second grader, you're not going up to third grade. If you're in third grade, you're not going to fourth grade. Fourth grade, you're not going to fifth grade if you're not reading on level. Now, I am recording this in at the end of last couple of days in May. All right, so graduations are happening. Summer vacation has happened, all that stuff. And there's a lot of, there is a lot of, testing there's been a lot of testing in terms of who's gonna be reading on level and all that stuff and the news news is starting to break things are starting to happen and the the there's certain kids certain kids who are going to be held back a grade because they are not reading on level they're not reading on level and this is what is disgusting to me this is what's disgusting to me all right these same kids these same kids who will not be moving up a grade, who's going to be held back. The second, I'm, I'm thinking of this second grader, who's not, she's not going to be held. She's not going to be going to the third grade. She's going to be held back. This girl walks around, comes into school with the freshest Jordans. I mean, Jordans, listen, there, there's, there's, there's her, she's not the only but there's plenty of them that come in, outfits, on point. I mean, they got the fresh Jays like Jordans, like these nice Jordans that, they're going to grow out of that they run around in and get dirty that again drives me crazy to think about this bullshit. All right. So these same joys, these same joys that in a couple years they're going to grow out of and that they go to the playground and they dirty up, they damage, they again they're kids. They're kids. They run around and do whatever it is. Yet for some reason their families or their mommy and daddies can afford to to get them or buy them. These Jordans, these Jordans, when they're not even reading on level. okay. so I brought this and to be fair, to be 100 percent fair, I brought this argument to a fellow colleague. I brought this argument to a fellow colleague who is a black mother, a black mother from West Palm Beach. And I asked, I said, all right, so before I even do this recording, I want to ask you as a black mother. All right, I'm going to put this scenario out there. What What is your take? What is your take? What is your take? on such and such knowing that she's being held back knowing that she's going to be held back from school that she's not reading on level her her academic her his or her i should say to be fair his or her academic level is not where it needs to be what is your take on them wearing jordans and them being able to afford jordans and she i mean she comes she was like look i i could talk for days about it she completely agrees with what i'm saying and she goes look I I don't get why they do it. It's frustrating and it's so frustrating because in particular, it's happening in the black community. And she even took it a step further to where she said, look, man, fuck Michael Jordan. I don't even like that motherfucker because, because of what he's doing to our community. He's pushing these joints. He's driving these prices up, knowing that most of the people that are buying his shit are black folk. And these black folk don't have their own shit together, yet they're going to find the money. They're going to find the money, pull out the money, wherever it is they're going to pull it out of to put their kids in Jordans that they're going to grow out of. And he's done nothing. And, And this was her words. Like, I don't see he's done nothing, nothing to give back or to to fix that problem, even though Michael Jordan has all the resources in the world. And she went in. She went in. All right. So one of the things that she mentioned was, look, a tutor, this is how much a tutor would cost, this, that and the third. And I was like, all right, cool. Here's what I'm doing. Now, I'm going to close you guys out soon. I'm going to close you guys out soon with these numbers, all right, because I looked it up. I made sure I looked it up, and I have the numbers right in front of me just so you guys, just so you guys as consumers can think about the bullshit that we own, all right? And this is coming from I, – I Googled it. I, I looked at all the, the different places you can buy a pair of Jordans, and the best place, I, I believe, is Kid's Foot Locker, Kid's Foot Locker, and – The Jordan website, they had shoes. You could buy Jordans wherever, but I looked at the prices on Kids Foot Locker and they range, this is talking about just for youth, just for the youth sizes in general. Those Jordans, okay, from youth sizes in general, range from $150 to $75. The cheapest one I saw on the site was a $25 pair of Jordan sandals for toddlers, $25 for a pair of Jordan sandals for toddlers. Okay. The, the other ones that were below 75 were somewhere around 55 or whatever. And those were for toddlers, toddlers, like little people that kids that can't even walk yet, barely can walk. And he's charging $55 for his Jordans just to have his Jordans on. Okay. Now did some more research. And if you want to check out a website, this is how much it would cost for tutoring. All right. If you want to make the most cost-effective way for you to get tutored, I, I Googled, I said, elementary school tutors and i found a website named w y z a n t wiseant.com and the cost for tutor was 32 to 55 dollars per hour okay 32 to 55 dollars per hour meaning you could spend let's just let's just put let's put some numbers you could spend on average about $40 per hour. And let's say you want to do two sessions. Let's say you want to do two sessions. Oh, let's say you want to do two sessions a month or two sessions a week or whatever it is you want. Right. Let's go. All right. Let's go with, let's go with two sessions. Let's go with four four sessions a year. I mean, a month, let's go four sessions a year, which is probably the best way. So you actually, not, not four sessions, 40 sessions a month. I'm sorry. So let's go with four sessions a month. All right. Let's just, again, we'll, we'll, we will go with the highest, even though it isn't always 50, we'll go with $50. So it'll make it easier. Right? So 40, not 40, but four weeks, four weeks out of the month, you pay 50, you pay 50 per hour. So let's say you want to do one session per week. That's 50, 50, 100. That's $200, $200 for four sessions, four sessions for the month. All right. And that's, that's probably going to be the best situation for you. And again, I'm saying 50, but you can get a lower rate. There's obviously these are mostly teachers that are willing to negotiate a price or whatever, or, or you can buy, you can buy, buy a pair of Jordans. You can buy a pair of Jordans for on average, what 150, 90 bucks. And then those Jordans get messed up again. And then you have to buy another one in a few weeks. The the bottom line, the bottom line, you guys, you guys know the math. You guys know what I, you guys know where I'm going when it comes to this. All right. I just want to make sure we put numbers on it to make sure you guys actually have an understanding of workable situation. The bottom line to it, the bottom line to it, the bottom line to it, the motherfucking bottom line to it is the fact that you are spending, you are spending more money, more money right now. Again, I'm calling quite a few of you guys out. All right. Several of you are spending more money on Jordans or there are folks out there who are listening to me right now who are spending and th- those same folks are complaining about how our white folks always got opportunities, about how black folk, we never get this, we never get that, all that race baiting that they do. These same folks are willing to spend over a hundred dollars over, for a pair of shoes that a kid will grow out of before they actually spend maybe, maybe 200 a month on having a tutor for their kids to make sure that their kid is doing what they need to be doing academically and is above their reading level above their academic level and just sit just let that sit on you and look out into the world see the people that are successful see the people that are making it see the people that are actually have generational wealth and have six seven Close to eight different revenue streams coming in, and how they think, and the way they move, and the way they operate, and all the products, and all the businesses, and all the operations and systems that they got together—that's making it so they have they have the money. Think about how they think versus how you think in terms of the consumer, and then ask yourself, "What ethnicity are these people, and why is it actually happening, and why am I not getting where the getting to the places where I'm trying to get to?" All right, this one's very important, guys. This one's very, this is a big one. This is a big one. And I hope you've taken notes. Go back, rewind, listen to everything I'm telling you, because I will be I'm telling you, I will be one of the folks that will not stop talking about this kind of stuff. Because, again, I was one of those who got teased and got scolded and got made fun of because I decided to run in a pair of shoes that were made for running. But according to my own ethnicity, according to the people that look just like me, I shouldn't be running in these. I need to go buy another pair of shoes to run in and make it so these new balances are only for stylish shit and and, and buying more shit, buying more clothes so I can go with with the new balances and all that other bullshit, all right? Be smart. Be smart with how you you spend your money. Be smart with how you teach or what you teach your kids in terms of where to put your money and how your money needs to be grown, all right? Fellow teammates, continue to move swiftly. We will talk. More soon.
1: Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. I had this little bad thing, something like them tens. She gave a nigga mad brains, something like the whiz. But you see the sad thing fucking with her is Is the chick ain't even had brains dummy like a bitch So I try to show her about the world and about just who we really are And where we've come and how we still have to go really far Like baby look at how we live broke on the boulevard But all she ever want me to do is unhook a bra Then all I really want is for her to go down low before you know it, she wet enough to get drowned slow, and all that deep shit I was previously down for, replaced by freak shit I am currently down for, you see I peaked it, pussy is power, that proud feeling we get knowing that pussy is ours, and how it feels to feel that feeling you feeling when you be drilling that shit, got a saying you be killing that shit, and all the pain the world cause she be healing that shit, and all that ain't your girl dog, but you be feeling that shit, and you just wanna tell her everything she might need. but in the meantime it's lights please lights please lights please turn off the lights for now everything just seems so right and how you make the darkness seem so right feeling like things' gonna be all right lights please lights please turn off the lights for now everything just seems so right and how you make yeah. the darkness seem so right. Feel like things gon' be alright right. so now Are we like, in the hotel, please? mirrors on the ceiling She say she wanna blow L's, I hear her and I'm willing But every time I smoke, well a nigga mind gone So that every word I spoke, well I'm tryna put her on But she couldn't hear me I told her all about how we been living a lie, And that they love to see us all go to prison or die Like baby, look at how they show us on the TV screen But all she ever want me to do is unzip her jeans Then all I really want is for her to get on top Before you know it, she working, jerking it non-stop. And all that neck shit I was previously talking It's now that wet shit that I'm currently lost in And why that sweat trip I am reminded All the times my brother told me that pussy is blinded I'm finding The more I grow the more y'all seem to stay the same Don't even know the rules but yet y'all trying to play the game And ain't it shameful how niggas blame hoes for giving birth To a baby that took two to make Coward nigga you a fake How you gonna look in your son's face and turn your back Then go start another family dog What type of shit is that She said it's okay Rub my hand and told me to relax Lay the nigga down proper like she was recording tracks Said I know you wanna change the world But for the night please Just reach over and hit the lights please. lights please Lights please, lights please Turn off the lights For now everything just seems so right And how you make the darkness seem so right Feeling like things gonna be alright Lights please, lights please Turn off the lights For now everything just seems so right How you make the darkness seem so bright Feeling like things gonna be alright Lights please Uh, uh, Lights please Lights please Uh, uh, Lights please Uh, 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 please. Turn off the lights, lights